Hi everyone, welcome back to the Empowering Artists Podcast. My name is Rebecca, I am your host for this podcast. Uh, Thank you so much for joining me today. I am so excited that you're here and I am so excited Um, You know, if you are a new listener, if you are a returning listener, whatever it is, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to be here with me. Okay, so I want to jump into something, a specific topic that has been on my mind for a while now and that I just really felt like I had to make an episode about. And that is why being an artist is like awesome. (laughs) And this isn't going to be like, oh, I get to be creative and just like, you know, maybe typical stuff that you might hear, or I don't really know what typical would mean, but um, I sort of want to break down all of the questions that when I tell people that I'm an actor and I'm an artist and, you know, that's what I do for a living, um, I get a lot of questions. And I'm sure these are questions that you guys also get too, if you're an artist listening to this. And what I've noticed is a lot of the questions, most of the time they come from curiosity, but sometimes when they're asked, the way in which they are asked, make them make them seem almost like, you know, they're not fully supportive of, you know, or they're, maybe they're skeptical of what you're doing. And first of all, I want to say, you know, no one, like, don't care. No, that doesn't make any sense. No one don't care. Um, you should not care. Um, what other people think of you, first of all. Um, and I know everyone says that, but really I'm a big believer in, you know, don't, don't let what other people think of you affect you in your life. Um, and the second thing that I wanted to say was, you know, I do not like getting some of the, like these questions that I'm telling you guys, um, they've been asked to me before, both in just from a, from a point of being curious and also to a point of, oh, well, like, are you sure that's, you know, like a viable option kind of thing? So I just wanted to get these out in the open because I'm sure some of you have experienced them as well. And first of all, telling you, you know, these questions happen, like, it's not fun, but they happen. But I'm here to sort of also help rewire your brain because when certain questions are asked to us, that starts to like build up imposter syndrome, right? Thinking, oh, I can't do this, or oh, I can never make a living at this, or oh, I'm not actually that good at this kind of thing. So I'm here to break that stigma, to totally stop it, okay? So let's get into it. The first question I often get about, you know, when I say I'm an actor is, oh, well, you know, how, how do you, how do you make that work with like your schedule and everything? And I assume that most people ask this because they don't assume, or they assume that we don't really work like nine to five, or maybe we don't have time to work during the day because we're auditioning all the time, um, et cetera, et cetera. Basically, this is just kind of like a roundabout way of asking, like, how do you pay your bills? So what I like to think of is, you know, being an actor, being an artist, being a freelancer even gives you so much flexibility. Like, I don't know about you guys, um, but once upon a time, I worked in, I worked in um, fast casual uh, food service and I would open sometimes and I would have to be at work at six in the morning. Now, not that I ever thought it was bad being up at six in the morning and working and leaving at two because I always felt super productive on those days, 
but you know you have a schedule that you have to you have to abide by and um, you know, same thing when I moved out of food service and I moved into another job, I had to be there at like eight in the morning and I would be there until five in the afternoon and I would spend eight hours of my day um, doing work that was sometimes very stressful and very like a physically and emotionally draining. And, you know, I showed up for work and I did that. And I always wanted to work more because, you know, more working hours means more money and like that whole thing. You guys know. But... Being an artist and having the flexibility to do what you want when you have the time for it. And let me explain. So I pretty much, you know, at this point I'm setting my own work hours and I'm working towards becoming, you know, completely freelance, not completely freelance, 90% freelance. And I love it because I really do have control over my schedule. Now, say for a few meetings here and there, I no longer have to be up by a certain time. I don't longer have to be at work, you know, at like 6.30 in the morning. I still have to like, you know, get up and like do my work at certain points. Like that's still 100% true, but I can do it on my own time. And what I love about this is that if I, let's say I have an audition at, oh, I don't know. Let's say I have an audition at one o'clock in the afternoon. Like that's so in the middle of the day. Like sometimes it's really hard to find, like if you work in uh, like a job where it's like shift work, like one o'clock's like a random time, except unless you're working like, like you're opening early in like, like you're opening a restaurant at like, you know, six in the morning. Um, it's, it's a weird time, but by being a freelancer and by having a lot of control over, you know, the work that I do and when I do it, the big thing is when I do it, I would have no problem going to that 1 p.m. audition and not missing a beat. Not missing a beat with my work, not missing a beat with, um, you know, any income, um, not having to worry about, you know, finding coverage for work, not worried about, oh, what am I gonna do with that lost income? Like, all that goes away. And that's one of the things I love about having control over my own schedule is that I can go do the things that I want to do, but also ensure that I'm making enough money to pay my bills, right? To just live as a human. Cause like life is expensive as you know, a lot of people are realizing <laughs> um, once they graduate school, even though I've been out of school for a few years at this point, but you know, life is expensive. And I have been there where, you know, I've had to call off of work and go to an audition and I wasn't seen for the entire day. Uh, and, um, you know, I lost that money. I didn't audition. <laughs> um, and yeah, like it's, it stinks, but I've gotten to the point and I've learned enough and I've sort of given myself the opportunities and have learned the skills to where that doesn't have to be my reality anymore. Instead, I can do this work on my own time. Granted, I still have deadlines and things as a freelancer for certain jobs, but the flexibility aspect and just the amount of time that I have control of over like now is just like insane and I love it so much and I kind of don't ever want to give it up. And the other thing, honestly, the other thing is that I can choose the time that I'm going to spend with my family. And let me give you an example. So because I am an actor and an artist and a freelancer and I just sort of work, like I don't work nine to five, like that's just the, that's just the whole of it. 
Um, that does mean that sometimes I work on the weekends, which is fine with me because it's work that I love and enjoy doing and I have fun doing, quite honestly. Um, but an example of this would be, say that my, um, I'll give you an example actually. So my, um, my dad's birthday is coming up soon and we normally will go out to eat or we will stay home and order in. So sort of depending on like, you know, how, how we want it to go that year. Um, and I live about an hour from my parents. Now, living an hour from your family, depending on what you're used to and where you live, can either be really close or it can be like, you know, very far out of reach. Um, given where I'm located right now, which is the Washington DC metro area, um, and I myself am like pretty close to DC, um, like physically, um, that drive during rush hour is awful. <laughs> There have been times when I've been stuck in rush hour traffic on this particular road for, I don't know, two hours just trying to go, I think it's like 30 miles. Like it's not, it's not great to be on. And one of the, also another reason why I enjoy being a freelancer and setting my own schedule is that I make sure that I don't have to wait in awful traffic if I don't have to. Um, I mean, I, I still run into it. But being able to have control over my schedule and being able to choose when I'm teaching my um, lessons or to choose when I'm teaching a class or to choose when I'm doing this particular work, um, that allows me to go, first of all, you know, because I'm working mostly online, I'm able to work from anywhere with an internet connection, which is like pretty much anywhere at this point. And it also allows me to do stuff that would, that's just better for me and my time. So taking my dad's birthday, for example, I would be able to leave where I live at like, you know, two o'clock, um, bypass all of like the heavy traffic for rush hour because rush hour starts at like 3 p.m. in the DC metro area and it like lasts until like 6.37. It's a mess. Um, but I'm able to go you know, bypass all of that horrible traffic and I'm still able to work and spend time and spend more time with my family than if I got off at like, you know, five o'clock and then I would have to like, you know, like wait through, I don't know, like two hours of traffic. And that's just like driving. Like it doesn't even include like if I were working in, you know, downtown, like taking like the public transit out of like the area. So it just, it gives me much more time to do what I want to do, to spend it with who I want. And also it just allows me to sort of make my days the way that are most beneficial to me. So let's say that, you know, I'm working, I'll give you an example again. So this past Sunday, I ended up working five, six, no, six and a half hours total um, on Sunday. And granted, I have done that before when I worked in food service, but this was different. It required um, just a different sort of, it had like a different expectation than food service. I don't really know if there's any other way to put it. Um, and not to say that food service isn't demanding because you know I've been there, it definitely is, but I found myself just completely wiped after this day. And you know, if I were in a normal job, then you know, I would still have to show up for work at nine in the morning on Monday and then work until five and do that for that entire week, even if I was like, you know, tired and exhausted. And I've done that before. I've taken in, um, I've had late flights 
back to the DC area and I've gotten in at one in the morning and I have to be at work the next day at 8.30. And like, you know, that's always a little rough. But with this, but having flexibility over that, I like, I knew that I was gonna have a really busy Sunday. So I thought to myself, oh, well, I mean, I don't have a whole lot going on on Wednesday or a whole lot going on Friday afternoon. So I could take like a half day Friday or I could take a couple hours to myself on Wednesday afternoon. So I was able to mix and match and just give myself a schedule that works for me and is very, um, and is very just not draining. And I do want to preface this by saying, I know that I'm in a very privileged position to have found work that is online that allows me to be very flexible with how I'm doing everything. And I, but I also want to mention that it's not like this just kind of fell into my lap. Like I've been looking for a work from home job where I could sort of set my own hours to a certain extent since February of 2020. At the time of this recording, it is September, end of September, 2021. I have been searching for this for like a year and a half at this point, and it's finally gotten to a point where I can do this. So I want to let you guys know that A, it's possible to be an artist, be a freelancer and set your own schedule. Like it's so possible, but also knowing that it will take time. And as long as you keep at it, and as long as you stay persistent with what you want, it will happen for you. And also, I just want to put it out there that like this didn't fall in my lap. Like I worked really hard for it and I'm really proud of it. And um, yeah, that was just sort of reason number one why I love being an artist and a freelancer is that I can set my own schedule to a certain extent. And I've also gotten it to a point where if I do need to go to an audition and I have a class scheduled, I've started working with companies that understand this and they're like, yeah, that's fine. Just, you know, let us know, find yourself a sub and we'll do it. So highly, highly love and recommend from a freelancer and like an artist aspect, doing the work that you love on your time. And like, there's nothing that can compare to that because not only can you do the work that you love when you want to do it, but also the time you save of just like commuting and the time that you take, that you save from that, you can put towards being with your loved ones, spending time doing what you love, spend time working on your craft, spending time with your significant other, with your family. Like it's just, I'm still at the very beginning, but it's just allowed me to do so much for myself and for my overall physical and mental health that, you know, I think it's awesome. And that's what I tell people now. When they say, oh, like, how does that work? Like, what do you do for work? That's what I say to them. And honestly, I think they're kind of jealous <laughs> because not only am I setting a schedule that I like, I'm also doing the work that I love. So anyways, um, the second thing that's awesome about being a freelancer is that, you know, or being an artist, I'm using artist and freelancer like interchangeably because that's kind of where my mind is. Now, obviously, if you're an artist and you don't want to be a freelancer, you don't have to be like you could be a graphic designer working for a company. And if that's what makes you happy, then that's what you should do. But I do realize that this particular episode is using those two words interchangeably. So that's kind of what I'm going to focus on just because that's sort of my, where my experience is from and where I'm coming from. Okay, number two. Um, I love the fact that I have control over my own income and everyone's like, what, what do you mean you have control over your own income? Doesn't being an artist actually mean you have less control? Well, okay. Let me, let me put it to you this way. 
when you work in a salaried position, so I'm thinking of like my friends, when they work in salaried positions, they're given a salary, right? And that is how much they're getting paid. They take out taxes and then you divide your after-tax income by 12 and that's how much money you take home every month. And sometimes, especially in places of higher cost of living, uh, like the Washington DC area, sometimes that salary is not enough. So people take on second jobs, people start side hustles, people start you know, selling on Etsy or um, like bartending on the side. Like your income with that company, and I'm not bashing companies at all. Um, you know, they're the reason why many things in society exist. Um, this is just personally something that I like to say and sort of my own experience, but I love being able to take on the work that I like and say no to the work that I don't. So again, let me give you an example. So I was recently talking to a potential client about doing, um, doing some classes for them. And, you know, I was very excited, um, to work with them and well, specifically working with their kids. And they came back to me and they're like, oh, well, I usually only hire people with so-and-so experience and degrees, um, to do this. And I was kind of floored because I've never, like, I understood where she was coming from, but I've also never experienced that in like the two years that I've been offering like lessons and stuff. Like it just kind of floored me. And I was like, oh, and so I didn't really respond initially. And I talked it over with my boyfriend and he was kind of like, you know, I don't think that she is going to be a good fit for you. Like just your personality and her personality. Like, I don't think they're going to mesh. And I looked at him and I was like, I think you're right. So, you know, if what I ended up doing was I ended up saying, oh, you know, um, I was so excited for this opportunity. Unfortunately, I'm going to have to pass. Um, I won't, I won't be able to help you. Um, whereas, you know, that could have saved me from dealing with, for the lack of a better term, like Karen, um, no offense to anyone with the name Karen out there, but like someone very just like, you know, so hands-on, like to, like micromanagey hands-on kind of thing. Um, and I don't like micromanagers at all. So, you know, I could have just saved myself from like a month of back and forth and per potentially doing who knows what. But if you're in a job and your boss gives you something to do, even if it's gonna cause you a lot of headache and even if it's gonna cause you to go like head to head with maybe like another, um, like a difficult client or a difficult coworker, like you don't have a choice, like you have to do that. But when you have control over your own income, you can say no to the things that you don't want to do. Like it is okay to say no to things you don't want to do. And not only that, um, but I also realized that when I have control over my own income, I just like, that's empowering to me. And what do I mean by this? It means that I can raise my rates when I want to raise my rates, when I think it's appropriate. It means I can teach as many lesson, private lessons as I want. It means that, you know, I can take on as many projects as I want that pay me. And I can, I have so much power with how much money that I'm going to make each month. And if I want to make more, then I work harder and I make more. Whereas like, you know, if you're working in a salaried position, especially if you don't get overtime, if you work 60 hours a week, but you're not getting overtime, you're still getting that same amount if you didn't get overtime, but you have to do that work 
because your boss says so and before you know it you're like staying until the office until like 8 p.m and you're missing out on like these other events with your friends and that was something that i never wanted to happen to me i never wanted to let money control my life and let my job control my life to the point where i wasn't able to do what i wanted to do and mainly that meant i didn't want them saying oh you can't do this show because we might potentially need you for like something in the future or i don't know something like that now obviously that's like not the case but that is something that i have sort of realized within myself and being able to take on the projects and take on the clients that i want and set the rates that i want and make the income that i want every month that is just it's freeing and it's empowering because i'm using my skills as an artist to make a pretty good living i would say and honestly given some of the starting salaries in the washington dc area now if you go nonprofit or if you go like non-government organization sometimes depending on what it is sometimes the starting salary like it's not that much like i do stand by the fact that washington dc has some pretty high salaries but sometimes like if you go to certain like organizations they don't have like a starting salary is like $30,000 And if you're familiar with like, you know, city living of any sort, $30,000 is like not going to get you too far on your own. Um, but it's one of those things where I learned, you know, sometimes I'm making I'm making more money than the people who are salaried depending on, you know, the projects, the time, but knowing that I was the one responsible for all of that and knowing that I was paid that I was paid fairly for what I am good at for what I have a degree in for that matter that's so empowering and to know that if I want to go make more money I can and I don't have these restrictions of um of you know having to listen to a boss cuz I love being my own boss because that means that I can set my rates and I can set my hours and I just have so much more control over my life And that's really the thing that I want to leave you guys with today. Like those are the two main things that I I love about being an artist and, you know, freelancing. It's just the control over my schedule and the ability to make a a good income and knowing that I can make more money if I want. And I'm not locked into salaries or, you know, yearly reviews where they may or may not give me that promotion and they may or may not give me a raise. Like I don't play that game and I don't want you guys to think you have to play it because you don't. You don't have to play that game and when you realize that your art is worth so much more than you probably think it is, then that is when you start to open up all the doors and you can start seeing the possibilities. Like I'm sure Most of you listening out there are thinking, "Oh my gosh, I would love to have a job where I could just like set my own hours, where I would love to have a job where I can make as much money as I want, or I would love to have a job where I can set my own hours so I can make sure that I see my family um as much as I want to." Like all of that stuff is 100% okay to want. It's 100% okay to have and it 100% is possible for you guys listening and I want to get it through your heads that this is not some far off dream. Like March not March 2020. Um cuz you know that's when everything happened. But February 
like that was when I told myself that I was done working for people who weren't going to pay me what I knew I was worth. I was done working for people who controlled hours. I was done asking for more hours every week because, you know, the company said no. Like I was so done with that. And that's when I decided I'm going to do this and I'm going to make this money by myself. And I'm not going to be stuck in this position where, you know, I'm asking for more hours because I need the money because I have to pay my bills. No, that's done. I'm taking this into my own hands. And when you take your life into your own hands and you stop playing like small and you start to think about the possibilities, that's when everything changes. And yes, it might take some time. I mean, hey, it took me a year and a half to get where I am now. But that was a year and a half that I am so proud of. And looking ahead, like I only can see myself doing this. Like I can only ever see myself having complete control over my income. I can only see myself having control over my schedule. And if I need to go down to like North Carolina one day to film something, then I can totally do that. And I can still have my other work that I'm working on. Because let's be honest, when you're an artist, work ebbs and flows. But by having control over what you want your life to be and what you want your career to be, that makes all the difference. Because at the end of the day, like we weren't put on this planet to find a good job, to pay bills, and to have good health insurance. <laughs> like we just weren't. Um, and keeping that in mind, it's like having the ability to live the life that I want and also be able to pay my bills and to have health insurance. Like that's something that is so possible. And I'm so grateful that I'm starting to experience that in a very comfortable way. And I just want to let you guys know that it's so possible for you. It's so possible for you. And I know that you can do it. Okay, guys, so that was all I really wanted to chat about today. I guess this was kind of a mix of like stories and like mindset. I'm not really sure what I'm going to call this episode yet, but it'll be up there. Um, Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I was super fired up and I'm so happy that you chose to spend some time with me today. Um, I would love to chat with you more about this. If you're in that in-between spot where you want to start taking control over your career and your life, but you don't know where to start, DM me. Let's chat. I would love to talk with you about it. I love empowering you guys and getting you to live this creative life that you want, whatever that looks like for you. Um, but yeah, DM me at artists as entrepreneurs. That is my Instagram account, um, that the podcast is sort of attached to the podcast has its own Instagram account, which is in the show notes. But honestly, um, I haven't done as much with that as I should be. I'm still working on it, (laughs) but I would love to chat with you guys there. And before we go, today's episode of the podcast is sponsored by my free Facebook group, empowering artists and business. If you are an artist of any kind looking to monetize your skills, come, come join the group. It will be in the show notes. We would love to have you. Okay, guys, thank you so much for listening to today's episode, and I will see you in the next one.